0: Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in into Royal Generations podcast hosted by me, Lucia del Pilar. So in this first podcast, I really want to go into this topic entitled hashtag sorry, not sorry. So we come to a place in our lives where we figure out who we truly are. This entails how we choose to identify ourselves. I believe This should not be on our sexuality or profession or choice of eating lifestyle or who people say we are. This should be based on an external definition that will not change, despite changes in our lives as we grow in our own respective journey. Personally, I choose to identify myself as a daughter of God. That form of, of identification came through my spiritual journey of Christ encountering me and making me a core with him through which I can now call God father. Therefore, I am a daughter of God. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Although there are other things that I could identify myself as this is truly my core. And with that, It does not take away the fact that I am also a woman of God, I am a leader, I am an educator, entrepreneur, amongst other things. And I do not apologize for that either. It is who I am and I refuse to bow down to the pressures of the world, which has many individuals mainly identify themselves through their careers. Granted, I believe that everyone has a purpose and a calling, however, that should not define us. When it does, we fall into the slippery slope of feeling pressure to perform through that means of identification. And when we fail, we can even go on to question whether life is worth living. Imagine a baker that can no longer craft a beautiful cake. They start to grow weary and feel defeated for not being able to do what they love. They say, I'm a baker. I need to bake. And when they don't, they become discouraged and even depressed. So they allow their passion to take over identity. And that is a fruit of allowing um, yourself to go through a means of identifying yourself through the wrong thing, in my opinion. So I challenge you who is listening to this, who are you? What truly convicts you at your core? When someone asks you, who are you, you know, through whether it be written or verbal, what do you actually say? Do you know with everything that you ha- are right now, you know, who you are? Can you respond to that question with authenticity and not a cliche statement. So, in my personal experience up to this point in my life because I am 28 years old, hey, where are the 90 babies at? Haha. <laughs> it wasn't easy and many maybe many of you can probably relate to this or maybe not. Maybe it's for someone that you may know. So, I grew up most of my life not truly knowing who I was. And it led me to apologize for everything. Oh, my gosh. I did everything. And, you know, what I did and what I said, you know, because I didn't want anyone to not like me. Hello. You know, if you could say what that is, it's a.k.a. people pleaser. So that entailed me becoming a yes man. So, you don't know what that is, it's basically saying yes, yes, yes to the whole world. And then you spread yourself and then you sell yourself short, right? And then you become like overwhelmed and burned. So I remember this one time I asked a question when I was in middle school and I had a handful of girls blatantly turn around and laugh at me and say like, oh, that was such a stupid question, you know? It was all for asking one question, and we were, I remember, in a museum, so I was like, what's the big deal, but that hindered me, and you know what, experiences just like that had me withdraw my voice. And it made me want to silence it, and it made me want to play small, and it even had me identify myself as an introvert, which is truly the total wrong definition for that. And it was a way of identifying myself through a hurt, um, through pain, instead of through, you know, what the actual definition of someone who is truly introverted is, introverted, Right. So therefore, moving forward, I would apologize for things that truly weren't my fault. Oh my gosh, I have many situations that I can say where, you know, whether it was through a text message or through a phone call or through, you know, a person that I would have to apologize, you know, and I would always have to play, I felt, like the bigger person. Like, I would always have to say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry if I hurt you, and that person was honestly really mean to me. Like, that person, like, they were really mean. But it came to a point where I was just playing, you know, the yes man. So and that also had me to, you know, fail to stand up for myself when I actually did need to. And it it failed and I failed to overcome my insecurities because my source of courage lacked greatly. Like I didn't have any courage. I couldn't stand up for myself, you know, and I don't know who else can relate to that. But that's definitely been my story. So Nowadays, 2018, for the glory of God, I could say I'm not like that anymore. And it definitely has been a process. It has definitely been a journey. Um, I can say that, you know, I did my have my aha moments, my breakthrough moments, but there definitely was, you know, additions to that journey that led to that point. Um, so And I even remember like in the beginning of this year where I would even want to question like what I wanted to share about my life on social media, you know, in in any social media platform in fear of what others thought of me or how they could potentially use what I would say against me in the future or even um, them question my intentions of why I was doing something, right? So... Then there came a point where, honestly, I was over it. And I'm like, if you want to think that, you could go ahead and think that. And this is where I am in my point of my journey. You know, hashtag sorry, not sorry. You know, because at the end of the day, we need to remain um true to ourselves. So, uh, you know, although I was being delivered from that nasty spirit, you know, that nasty fear of, man paradigm also for the past few months you know it wasn't really fully done until this year and like I said I could truly thank God for that you know so when I reflected on how long it took me to finally overcome this I thought wow how many things could I have unapologetically unapologetically said that could have helped others you know so here I am so this is why I just simply want to say, you know, the unapologetic truth, hashtag, sorry, not sorry, you know, and if you know love, then you will discern that that statement does not come, you know, with arrogance, with pride, or with haughtiness. It comes from a place of confidence. And that's truly what I would love for everyone, especially everyone listening to this podcast to really reflect on, you know, your voice, and if you are hushing your voice, you know, or if maybe you're talking too much and you need to be more prudent, so we're going to talk about those two things as well, so when we truly do know the power of our words, then we will speak accordingly, when you know better, you do better, the power of a word that comes from a place of love can do gargantuan things, In this life-changing book that I read basically every day, it states many things on the power of words. It states that our conversation should be seasoned with grace. Our words are meant to build as the listener may need. A soothing tongue is a giver of life. To speak with wisdom and those who speak wisdom bring healing. And it even says another, another part says that, you know, you know, kind words are like honey onto the bones, onto the soul, you know, and I feel like that's very powerful because there are times where we can seek for someone in comfort and their words can truly make it better. So perhaps personally, we should be speaking with intention to build, but also to establish truth, no matter if it hurts. That also entails learning when to hold back, because I truly believe that balance is key to this, since we must be prudent, but we must not be negligent. Delivery is also very crucial to speaking harsh truths. I am a huge lover of love. I have always been that way, but with certain truths, there, are just, there just isn't a way to elaborate it nicely, but just as it is. Because I would always want to beat around the bush and try to say things as nice and sweet as possible. And although that is still very relevant, there are some truths that they just, it is what it is. You know? So, and I have had to learn the hard way. Because honestly, I do not like saying truths that suck. Or that they could potentially hurt someone's feelings. Like, I have been hurt by words. I have been hurt by words. But I have also come to the point in my life that we can also um, take into not so much consideration, but because we do should take people's feelings into consideration, but we can only deliver as best as we can, because it's also that person's perception um, to really receive well what is being said. So it's a matter of two, you know, and um And I came to this point in my life where I can very much say the truth. And sometimes I actually have to pray for grace to actually get it through out of my voice box and out of my lips. Because it's something that's challenged me. But I believe, as many of you probably do, that challenge means growth. And you learn to have a backbone. And one thing that I am so convicted about is being a voice for my generation, where we can speak on matters that are uncomfortable or inconvenient, you know, and with this, with this, I even want to bring up. <clears throat> the the case of you know recent celebrity suicides and how we need to stop the stigma you know even within the church of you know depression and suicide and learn that you know it does take community it does take reaching out it does take you know to it does take discernment and I believe that's very very important just like in general you know population that that's a conversation that needs to be happened more and we need to be really truthfully, you know, unapologetic of how truly you could solve that and I'm going to be right here real raw and you know, I went through depression, I went through suicide, and I was delivered of those things and it, it was part of my journey, and I can truly say unapologetically that it was Jesus the Christ who delivered me. And it was through the power of the love of God that I really got my life together, and I really realized when he wanted my life in exchange for joy and love that I was like, holy moly, like, this is so much better than living in a place of misery where you felt bondage, and you felt like you were trapped in your own self, and even, you know, if you had an opportunity to, like, go out, you wouldn't, because you want to stay home, and it's something that you have, like, you were, like, in a mental prison, so if you can relate to me, you definitely know what I'm saying, so... We need to definitely have conversations like that, conversations that are very uncomfortable, you know, where people can truly know that they can be vulnerable and it's not going to go be used as a an example with their name on it in an outside source. Right. So, you know, and these conversations allow us to have experiences that really truly allow us to grow in maturity in our communication skills that can very well serve in many areas of our life. The first thing that we anticipate a baby to do is what? Talk. I know many parents that are so excited by their child's first word. It is the biggest deal the first time, you know, a child actually says a word, you know, audibly. So, and it reminds me even also of a Disney movie in which the witch in the story wanted the leading lady to have her voice removed in exchange for desire of her heart. Hmm. And although I'm using a Disney movie in this example, how many times have you wanted to speak, especially when you know it's the right timing, but you hold back because your reputation is on the line or because you'll probably probably lose followers or friends. And let me tell you, the enemy is nasty. There is a devil out there. If he led you to believe he's not real, then you fell for that lie. But I'm exposing the truth and he is real. And he does not want you to open your mouth. He does not want you to speak because there is a threat against him in your voice. Because I believe many people listening to this do truly walk in love, in a genuine form of love. And there's many things that you could truly be saying that very much are from the place of love, and from the place of wisdom, you know, so we have come to a point, you know, that we are living in such a time as this, you know, many people that made a change were unapologetic with what they said. And one thing that at least I am so convicted about or what something that God has very much told me is, you know, to remain true to ourselves, like be real with yourselves and do not be pressured by the status quo. And I could see this in every like area, whether you are in your job Whether you're in church, whether you're with your family, whether you're with friends, whether you're everywhere, there is this pressure to fit in with the status quo. You know, so, and at the end of the day, listen, the right people will be attracted to you. The last thing I would ever want to do is walk on eggshells with someone because I'm not sure if I'm saying or not saying the right things. Like, hello, like, I have actually been there, you know, or actually, I had one time when someone told me, like, I don't even know what to expect of you sometimes because I don't know if you're going to wall out. You know, this was like when I was like, what, like, 16. So, and I'm like 28. But I've totally been there, too. I've been on the opposite, you know, point of spectrum. So I I just tell you this, like, we need to know that we have to be true with ourselves. And that takes, in, you know, an encounter of us being real with ourselves. And a lot of people try to put masks and titles and facades, you know, in front of their selves. And they, they can't keep a rule with themselves. Like, they're just... They can't keep it real, and there's been points where when I was dealing with my insecurities, I couldn't keep it with myself either. Like, I couldn't keep it real, but thankfully, that's not today, and that is why I'm sharing this with everyone who's listening in this podcast. Keep it real with yourself. Like keep it 100. Like if you don't like the color red, there's no reason why you should be saying I love the color red. If you think that that person did not sing that good, you should say you know what I could think that they could do better. I personally did not like it, and honestly, I would try to do, and I would try to say the right things. You know, so I'm saying this from a point of experience. So, and with that being said, a lot of people. Want to be politically correct and they renounce to their authenticity and play themselves by trying to win or keep someone's approval of them. Sorry, not sorry. I am not no one's clone. No, don't play me like that. You know, or play small and want to become like someone else because that person is influential in their lives. I do not know about you, but like I said, I don't want to be anyone's clone. Sorry, not sorry. You know, and I very well love and honor many great people in my life, many very influential people. But you know what? I am me. I am Lucia Chalka. I work my own grass. I have my own God-given calling and my purpose. And I refuse to jeopardize how God will use me for his glory. And I want to challenge you with that same question. You know, are you trying to fit into someone's view of who they want you to be? Because you got to keep it real with yourself, and I believe in relationships, there is an exchange, and I won't always be right, and that person won't always be right, but we will find a happy medium where we can get along, and we can work through our differences and our difficulties, because that's truly what a relationship is. You know, I'm not suppressing who I am to try to fit someone else's um, image, or try to fit someone else's expectations of me, because an expectations is a whole other topic. You know, and trust me, God can use you very powerfully, powerfully when you keep it real with yourself first, you know, instead of trying to do what your homeboys or homegirls want you to think sorry, not sorry, you know, and your places, your voice can go to many places where mine can't, you know, we are at a point in history where we can share Well, what, what, where what we share can go viral and can be spread to all the continents of the world, like, why would you want to hold back in fear of what those around you will say or interpret what you are saying, like, hell no, like, God gave me a voice and I'm going to use it. And, you know, as someone who, you know, who is a believer, I very much trust the voice of God inside of me, you know, and there is challenging times where we can say, you know, as believers, you know, is that really the voice of God? Like, should I go really through with this or not? And I truly, let me tell you, I truly believe in the sovereignty of God. And I know if I, if I mess up. But I am in the will of God. The word of God says that he will use everything that the enemy meant for bad unto my good because I am called according to his purpose. And I love him. Okay. So that's a dumb deal right there. You know, because we will make mistakes and we have to stop being scared of trying to make mistakes of withholding ourselves from making mistakes. Because yes, truly, there are some decisions when they are reckless that can change our very big course of our life, okay? There are things that are very like, you know, it's a very cutthroat answer of you should just not do it. Like, no. But then there are other things in life that you could very much navigate through. So I ended with this. You know, live your truth unapologetically. And by that, I do not mean recklessly or in a negligent manner. But I say it from a point of, you know, speaking wisdom, speaking with wisdom and with grace. Knowing when to speak is just as important as being prudent when not to. But do not mistake in being prudent with the fear of men. God says, if you ask for wisdom, he will give it to you freely. So, I pray that you are blessed by this podcast. May you have the most amazing day ever. And remember, work that grass. Continue to strive. I challenge you with this podcast. May you grow, be built, and be edified. And may you be a better version of yourself than you even were yesterday. So, I pray the best for you. Stay blessed world changer.